0: At ADP, we understand the importance of building the right team and offer the data insights to help. Just as importantly, our AI technology helps you pay the team accurately. Grow stronger with ADP. HR, talent, time, and payroll.
1: Jews, when they get successful, they help their people. And some of the African Americans, maybe I'll get in trouble again. They don't want to help anybody.
2: I love gay people. That's known. Hello and welcome. We're back. Episode 22. 22 22 weeks in or so. I think we missed a week. Um, Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host Brian Beckner. As always, uh, stoked that you are a part of it, and we're moving right along. I mean, we'll be at 100 in no time, and I'm excited about it. It's going, it's going really well. I, I hope everybody, and if you haven't, you need to right now. Well, not right now. Listen to this one and then go back. Uh, got a chance to listen to the two-part draft extravaganza we did. I want to thank special guests Jason Stewart and Travis Rogers for joining us. Uh, I thought the draft stravaganza went excellent. It was incredible. Uh, the record... I kind of fucked up the... I know people get annoyed that I keep pointing this out, but the recording quality wasn't that great. I fucked it up. Um, we were drinking and fucking Ed Daly got a little woozy towards the end. He was locked in a bathroom. We were here in the Datchler pad with my shirt off. Baller Lifestyle World Headquarters. It was hot. It was crazy. Uh, but the the show I thought went incredible go to go incredibly go to iTunes and download it or go to the website theballerlifestyle.com and download two parts episode 21 draft extravaganza I I am not it's not easy for me to say this but I was the fourth funniest person on that show it was all the all the contributors brought their A game the draft picks were insane and that leads me to there's a new mailbag up right now on the site and there's we're sifting through a lot of people's draft picks for the next mailbag mailbag email mailbag at the com, because um, there's a lot of people that uh, take quarrel with our picks which you should. I mean, some of the picks were fucking stupid. I mean, the categories were stupid. The picks were stupid. A lot about it was stupid, and it was supposed to be. So, if you want to weigh in, if you want to critique our picks, you want to point out issues with what we did, how you could have done it better, we welcome that, and we'll use them. We'll talk about them on the show, and we'll uh, we'll definitely include them in the next mailbag. So, go listen to that. I'm not trying to self promote. I mean, I am. I am trying to self promote, but. The point is, the draft extravaganza was really, really funny. Um, really, really incredible uh, uh, contributions from our, our guests. And a lot of people like to point out that I introduced Travis last, and people think that's really funny that like I've somehow shamed him or uh, I, I reduced his level of uh, importance. But I, I don't know. I just kind of went around the table. And, uh, and he got introduced last, so that there was no, there was no malice on my part there. Um, so yeah, that's what's up. Uh, yeah. Mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com. Also fancy sex. We're working on another fancy sex. It may or may not be up by the time you hear this. Um, we have some good questions. We have some sort of quasi, just a little bit, just sort of creepy questions. Um, uh, the, the, you know, Kate and I both write this together fancy sauce and i i both write the uh the fancy sex column and it's just you know i don't i don't feel like uh fancy fancy's looking to answer general sex and relationship questions as am, am i i don't think she really is interested in answering specific questions about herself and her sex life that's just uh she hasn't told me that, but I I am I'm, I'm the one that gets the that reads the emails. So uh, please, though, send more. We've gotten some really good ones. Some, you know, really on the nose, some really, really good stuff. So fancy sex at the because i I really enjoy doing that column as well. So mailbag at the fancy sex at the download draft extravaganza I'm done self-promoting. I'm introducing one of, one of the stars. A lot of people. I got an email today or a, a tweet today that said Ed Daly won the draft stravaganza, and it's hard to take issue with that because he was amazing as he always is. Ed my co-host introducing, welcome Ed Daly. Ed, how you
1: doing, Brian? I'm uh, I'm missing an old friend right now.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: a certain character from our childhood seems to be missing and that man is casey Kasem. zoinks <laughs> like zoinks Scoob. yeah he uh oh, that's a pretty good one he is i i know he was ill but apparently his wife uh is on the lam with him
2: gene Kasem. remember when it was considered that gene Kasem was like too hot for him <laughs>
1: yeah when she was like mrs uh tortelli the second mrs tortelli
2: yeah, in the 80s, she, I mean, you look even looking back, like how much coke were people doing in the 80s cuz she was never hot. She, his much younger wife has got to be ancient by now because Casey Kasem, he I mean, he was using a lot of shoe polish back then. He has to be 90 years old or close to yeah, it. Yeah,
1: 82. But he That's it. Yeah. I, oh, as man. we've discussed in the past, just like Conrad Bain died and he was like 80. These people did not look good in the 80s. That's true. That's right. Con- Conrad Bain <laughs> was only 80 when yeah, he died he was, like last year. He was like 51 when he was Philip <laughs> yes. <Trump. laughs>
2: yes. That's crazy. Pretty soon we're going to be living forever because <laughs> he looked like he was 75 years old. Same with Casey Kasem. I can't believe he's only 82. <laughs> what – Ed, what's – like I've only tangentially gotten – I know like Casey Kasem's in hospice and I love when old guys die and everybody's like – they're not even dead yet and people like want the fucking money. Like Dennis Hopper dies of prostate cancer and he's like trying to get a quick divorce before the Grim Reaper shows up to his hospital room so he doesn't have to give all his money to his wife. And it sounds like this is that sort of situation where Gene Kasem, that hot. <laughs> Is trying to hold on to all the dough, keep yeah, the dough the kids, away from the kids. Yeah, the
1: kids. At one point, I remember hearing I, I forget where I heard it, but they were like picketing outside his house so they could get inside the house to see him. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm in the Washington this. Post it says Casey Kasem's children have complained that they have been unable to see their father in accordance with agreement with their stepmother, mother, daughter, Kerry Kasem. And of course, he's another one with the uh, everyone's got the letter K. All the
2: Ks. Um, yeah.
1: Carrie Kasem had sought a temporary conservati- cons- conservatorship and was appointed her father's temporary caretaker on Monday. And then her attorney said the family believes the entertainer has been taken to an Indian reservation in the in Washington State by the wife. Oh,
2: because there's there's no laws yeah. there.
1: <laughs> They're in some sweat lodge right now. Poor Casey's on ayahuasca.
2: Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> they like smuggled him out. Like they they take they took him to a sovereign nation where where U.S. jurisdiction can't reach. <laughs> I don't understand like yeah. where why where he is physically He's, matters because they need they need to take him somewhere, get him on the ayahuasca, put him in the right. sweat lodge, so they so they can work him into signing over power. So of attorney. they can smoke
1: uh, the peace pipe with uh, Randy Quaid and his wife. Aren't they hiding somewhere there too? Right,
2: with some lawyer. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I think they. They were in like Canada or something. I don't
1: know. It's a weird, weird uh, escape route. But the poor kids just want to see their dad. I mean, maybe it's just that they want dough. But like, it it might just be that they want to see their dad. And and Mrs. Tortelli is just on the lam with them.
2: Yeah, she she wants to keep all that weekly top forty money. Um, How, How
1: was your weekend?
2: That Well, I, I do have a story about that. That reminds me that we should remind everyone that Zsa Zsa Gabor is still How alive. is this possible? She – I think I might have taken her in our death pool as my person to survive the year.
1: Well, you, and
2: you, she's – we're halfway through I think almost. the
1: people who survive should be given double points because right now I'm up one yeah. nothing with Mickey Rooney.
2: Yeah. I feel like you shouldn't get like your points should be weighted cuz Mickey Rooney Yeah, that should have been like a quarter old. point. Yeah, we should, we should figure that out at some point. I think it's like y- number of years <laughs> till 100 is how many points <laughs> you, you get. So Mickey Rooney was 90 something, so you get it'll, however it'll many. It will be very 80, scientific
1: by the end of the year we'll have a formula.
2: We'll figure it out. But yeah. Jaja continues to kick somehow i don't even understand i, I don't think she, and she's, she's legless I, by say, the way. I don't think
1: she's able to actually kick
2: and her kids are pissed because her husband prince von renhelt is just as long as she's alive
1: he's got access
2: to all the and accounts he's the, the
1: guy who's and he, who claimed a father Anna nicole's baby at one point yeah <laughs>
2: yeah he, he's out there partying <laughs> i saw he was throwing a big lavish christmas party and he, and Jaja was there, like holed up in a room and you could like go visit her. She probably looks like, um, Arthur did sellers <laughs> in the, in the And Iron a fine Bunk. day to you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Uh, so here's, here's my story. I was at, I had like a uh, little league finally ended and, but, but before the last game we had like a. Uh, a post game, like team party, and anybody with kids, and I, your kids are getting to team sports age. Yeah, I,
1: I went through one of these with in soccer season.
2: They're fucking real bad. You go to you go to like a pizza place. You're like, is it okay to drink? Like everybody's looking around. Finally, somebody like orders a beer, and then and then all of a sudden the floodgates are open. <laughs> everybody's just pounding, getting loose, making out with each other's wives and stuff but uh yeah i went to one of these parties and it was like real it was like in this like sort of posh neighborhood that was right on the beach the party was right on the beach and uh and i you know i was like just trying sipping my beer had a slice of pizza like putting in my time till i could leave and uh, because I was one of the coaches, you know, and I think they like, we're going to give us all a gift or, you know, whatever. So I was just kind of, oh, I was waiting for him to cut the cake. And uh, so I was like kind of waiting for it to end. And this, this uh, woman struck up a conversation with me. Mm. She was like one, I'd never talked to her before. She was one of the uh, kids on the team's mom. Okay. And uh, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't know her at all. And so she's like, hey, and I think she might also, you know, I'm a single dad. I have a girlfriend. But I'm not, you know, I'm not married or anything. So she she, she, she thought you were in play. single. I am not sure. I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not sure because it was a weird interaction. But uh, she's like striking, you know, she's like telling me her job. And then she's like, what, you know, what's your job? And uh, we kind of, I'm like, oh, I try to, I do this broadcasting thing on the side and I have a little radio thing. And it's just kind of making conversation. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, you are really funny. And I'm like – and I had not said anything funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks. That's nice. And she's like, you know – she's like, you really remind me uh, – who's that one actor? And, I'm, and this is not – this does not go well for me. <laughs> there's, there's no like really flattering thing she could say. And I'm like, I, you know, I don't know. It's like kind of hoping it will go away. Like she'll get over it. And she's like, oh, you know, you, you, you get this. You, people tell you this, you know, you know what I'm going to say. And I'm like, so I kind of go, ah, uh, and this is one I get. And it's not, I'm not like hurt by it, but I, and I can sort of see it. People sometimes tell me I look like Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. So I go, I go, oh, um, Jimmy Kimmel. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to tell her what she's thinking So I'm like, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel You know, um, I, I get a lot of that I, Occasionally people tell me And she's like, no, no That's not who I'm thinking of at all And she apparently knew who Jimmy Kimmel was And I'm like, oh, okay Well, uh, She's like, no She's like, this guy's like a movie star And I'm like, oh um, I, I really don't know I don't look like any I've never heard that at all And she's like, you know him He's like really funny He's like that really funny movie star. And I'm thinking like, fuck, like Jack Black or like, there's no real flattering answer.
1: Right. If you're really funny, like, I don't know what the high watermark is for really funny, but good looking actors. Yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. So she's like, um, she, and so she's like, yeah, he's like a movie star. She's like, you know, I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, you know, he's, he's, um, you know, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? And I'm like... Gene Wilder? No, no. I go, Johnny Depp? And she's like, yes, totally. Wow. You have to get that all the time. And I'm like, no, of course I don't get that. So here's my thing. One, I don't know how to take this compliment. Well,
1: he's he's good looking. He's small, but... Sure. And he wears he's, a lot of stuff, but he's a good looking he's, guy.
2: He's very handsome. I look nothing like him, one two she 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 thinks of me and him in the movie where he was doing a gay Michael Jackson impersonation <laughs> which is good and also she thinks Johnny Depp is hilarious
1: that's that's the real problem that's the problem yeah she's mentally ill is what you're saying
2: yeah exactly so i had i got that going for me <laughs> i look i look like johnny depp <clears throat> um t- coming up on the show today now with your host, Johnny Depp from Charlotte, your host, Willy Wonka. Uh, we have, um, we're gonna, we had to hit on Donald Sterling, was a big topic this week. Uh, Michael Sam, also, we're gonna jump on those real quick. There was a, I'm just gonna tell you right now, Ed. Okay. I can pretty much guarantee that you'll never hear about me dying in a hot air balloon accident <laughs> but some people did die in one and uh so we'll talk about that and also there's there's a basketball player at yale so you know college so, basketball sort player. of sort of
1: a basketball player
2: sort of he's probably pretty smart but he had bigger dreams he yeah he was playing d1 college ball not on scholarship but you know still ivy league like that's big time that didn't that uh jeremy lynn go there yeah to harvard but harvard same difference yarvard Goodwill hunting. Either way, uh, this guy had bigger dreams than playing College Hoop. He quit to do something else that he thought would be more fun. And
1: we're going to talk about that as well. Um, Ed, where do you want to start? Let's start with uh, Donnie Boy Sterling. Monday, the exiled crip, <laughs> Clipper owner gave a rambling interview to Anderson Cooper in which he harped on the fact that Magic Johnson had those aids. And right. Jews, yeah, the Jews, when they get successful, they help their people. And some of the Afri- African-Americans, maybe I'll get in trouble again. They don't want to help anybody. Brian, your, uh, your thoughts on this 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag? You have to love a guy that defends his horrible racism with horribly racist comments. <laughs> yeah. Anytime somebody like, brings up race trying to differentiate race, like, really really trying to dig in, like, oh, my people do this. It, 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 they're just terrible people. You never find somebody that only identifies themselves as just being a certain race or religion. Like, those are the worst people.
2: Yeah, exactly. And he uh, he's really has it in for Magic Johnson, who he hates, and he <laughs> really wants want to go out of his way to say that Magic Johnson doesn't do anything for the black community when... As many things as you could say, as many criticisms as you could have of Magic Johnson, he's a very philanthropic guy. He starts businesses in black communities almost exclusively. Movie theaters, Starbucks, he, he puts jobs in the black community, he donates money, he puts his money where his mouth is, he shows up. Like the one thing you can't say
1: about Magic Johnson is that he doesn't help African-American people because he does. And there was a weird moment where – it, maybe it was just the clip I saw, but Anderson Cooper didn't make him expand on where he, he kind of said – there's no African America or something like that, and then it just tailed off, and I, I wasn't sure where he was going with that. That could have been a fuck. Yeah,
2: I mean he sort of was just letting him hang himself.
1: Yeah, he did a good Which job he of did, that because he didn't but have to he, do much. He,
2: yeah, he definitely could have been um, – could have followed up a lot more because he sounded like a fool, and he w- – it, it was almost like – and a lot of people are comparing it. To, To this, the Sandusky interview. When Bob Costas is interviewing Jerry Sandusky, Sandusky wants to tell you that he likes to sex young boys. Like he – it was hard for him not – to just say it because he, in his demented mind, he didn't think there's anything wrong with it. And that's, that's where Donald Sterling's coming from. He is racist, and he doesn't think he should have to hide the fact that he's racist because he's got the fucking keys to the castle, and he can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's John- Donald Sterling.
1: Saturday, the Rams picked Michael Sam in the seventh round, and ESPN aired the emotional Sam kissing his boyfriend. Of course, this brought out all the crazy and all the redneck religious kooks. People were appalled that ESPN was showing it, and uh, what do you think, Brian?
2: Well, here's my thing. One, I love gay people. That's known. I am. I applaud Michael Sam in every way for not being afraid to share who he is. Um, I also would like to, since it's been a topic on this show, I would also like to acknowledge that Michael Sam appears to be into twinks. <laughs> He's <laughs> judging by his boyfriend. But the, also I feel like – and I don't have a problem with sharing an embrace or anything like that. I think it's cool. I would like gay people. I like them to be my neighbor because they're nice people and they take care of their shit and they don't have kids. They're like my favorite kind of people and they like no recipes and they're like a good friend for your wife or girlfriend to have. Like I love everything about the gays. What I don't like is things that are inauthentic and I really got a vibe that that was like a plan like here's what we're going to do. I'm going to get drafted, I'm going to embrace you Carlos and I'm going to give you. It was like kind of like a Omar and Omar's like his boyfriend's kind of latino.
1: I didn't I wasn't exactly sure. I only saw a quick clip. I didn't see any extended so he was either a yeah. little white guy or a little spanish guy.
2: I think he was – yeah, Latino. Um, yeah, I don't – like I don't have a problem with it at all. I don't care. Um, but at the same time, I it felt kind of staged and inorganic to me, which is kind of not my thing and not. I'm not into that
1: yeah. part of it. I, I like – the thing I liked about The Kiss was it was rubbing people's noses in it that really get offended by it. Yeah. I, I yeah. love that. Um, yeah, it,
2: it, and it and it was meant to it was meant to be provocative, and it was. And
1: I get that, but yeah, I, I don't like the, uh, I don't I don't like things that aren't authentic, and I certainly don't like PDA. I, I'm just not a fan yeah. of seeing people make out right. at all, of any
2: kind. I sort of agree with that. I don't want to see that. But my
1: fav last, from my anywhere. favorite part about that whole thing was listening to ESPN anchors and different. Uh, sports anchors delicately try to hype the moment without saying the wrong thing and they were like this uh moment with a life partner and it was just the most awkward thing Because these meatheads trying to describe it. it was just great
2: that you know i didn't watch it that that i would have liked because people don't know people don't know how to react to just something that's pretty much normal now. right they,
1: they were trying to make it a moment but it was real awkward it was great
2: yeah, yeah, it, it was great and good for him. I hope he makes a team, the Rams. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't hope anybody makes the Rams, but <laughs> I hope uh, he
1: makes a team, and then I hope I never have to hear about the St. Louis Rams again.
2: Right, and and I and I hope that you know other potentially gay players, Marantai too, <laughs> can just be who they are. Like it's time. It's time. You know, yeah, we're ready. Ex- like
1: nobody cares. Exactly. Uh, uh, what's, what's next? Next, this weekend, tragedy struck the University of Richmond women's basketball team. Mm, this is tough. Two coaches and one other person were killed in a hot air balloon incident. Uh, luckily, the police today are finally releasing the causes of death. Brian, uh, would you like to hazard a guess?
2: Well, <laughs> I saw a video <laughs> of this. I can't believe we're laughing. And the, the basket of the balloon was completely engulfed in flames. <clears throat> so – I'm going to guess that they were either um, some type of burn thermal injuries or blunt force thousand foot fall trauma. That's just a guess. Or, I mean, it could be heroin overdose.
1: Yeah. My only guess. Tuberculosis. Exactly. My my guess is they were just trying to be 19th century explorers. (laughs) (laughs) Either that or Richard Uh, Branson fans. I mean
2: this is really sad. These were these were a couple young people, youngish people and it's people don't I mean I'm sure the view's great from up there. You know where the view's better from being alive.
1: I I don't get this one at all. I'm not an extreme sports guy, but especially this one. This seems really boring. <laughs> yes, like, this, exactly. this is slow slow motion extreme sports. All <laughs> all of the- all the hotter ballooning I know
2: of is like, you have some wine and cheese. Yes. Go! I'm fucking petrified of heights. That thing's just floating up a there basket. in the air.
1: You're like the Wizard of Oz. Like, who wants this?
2: Yeah, a good strong gust of wind could. Blow you away. It's just not smart. It's not safe. And don't don't no I don't want to hear how it's safe and your family's been doing it for a hundred years. And you know what? It's it's a way that you could die pretty easily. And I I don't know the statistics, but people I imagine a number of people die that way every single year. And you know who's not gonna die that way? Me, because I'm not getting on one of those things
1: ever. <laughs> right. That that's one of those least likely ways to die if I were in a headline. Just like you would never hear me. Uh, getting run over by the rhino who escaped from the zoo who went into an Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's zero chance that'll ever happen to me.
2: Found dead in the Chilis. <laughs> nope, never. I, I will not be found nor caught dead in the Chilis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On that note, finally, six foot six Yale Hoops player Brandon Sherrod is leaving the team before his senior season, a season in which Yale is expected to challenge for the Ivy League title and make the NCAA tournament, which is a pretty big moment for an Ivy League school. Nice. Um, Sherrod is leaving the team to be in the uni- university's, quote, famous all-male a cappella group, the Whiffin' <laughs> Hold
2: on a second. <laughs> what was that word you said before um, a cappella group?
1: Famous. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not going to call it famous because I've never even heard of one acapella group. There's there's
2: so many acapella groups that are household names in this country. I mean, it's like every day I can't I'm, – I'm reviewing like who's the top acapella, acapella group right now. What's the, what are the new songs they're doing? Um, I didn't know acapella was a thing until recently when my daughter started watching the movie Pitch Perfect. Okay. Have you seen this movie? You don't have a daughter. I don't have a
1: daughter and I have no idea what the – I mean I know of a movie. Uh, the 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 fat girl from uh, yes, Bridesmaids. Is,
2: Rebel Rebel Wilson. Right. She's Australian.
1: Yes. Uh,
2: yeah. So I've seen that. I know it's a thing. I still – I assumed it was a niche sort of thing. I didn't – in the movie, they sort of portray it as it's like cool to be in it. Like there's guys ones oh. because there's – all girl acapellas, but there's also all guy acapella groups, and it, and and at this fictional school, it's like cool to be in it. But I just assumed that was poetic license. That's movie magic. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think that there. You know, there's also Wookies in movies, so you know, I I didn't think that there was really such a thing as this acapella thing. Definitely not with heterosexual dudes in it. But apparently, it is a thing. But here's the thing, Ed. Yes. I grew up like, if it was your dream to do acapella, like just follow your dream, like why is basketball entering? In? Like I really loved playing baseball as a kid. I played baseball in high school, but i wasn't I wasn't even good enough to play at a junior college like that you know i I probably wasn't good enough to play at a high school with better baseball i if I had a chance to play Division one college, sports, any sport, I feel like I would see it through to the end. Acape- love of acapella music be damned. What do you think?
1: <laughs> uh, certainly. And he, this team was like, I think they were like 18 and 14. Like they were they were not even like a 2 and 27 team that like would just be miserable. Like it, it was a, a perfectly decent team. But I just, my bigger question is, how vigorous are these acapella practices that he can't make basketball too? Exactly. Oh, My God, well, what in, are they? Me, 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 me. In In Pitch Perfect, if you'd seen Pitch no. Perfect, I feel like you need. You ever really mentoring
2: Dean? You weren't watching Lindsay Lohan. Come on, you, Pitch Perfect. You probably need to watch Pitch Perfect so you can get the the foundation, get the landscape of the acapella world because you would know about this. They in in that one. You're expected to practice all day long on your acapella.
1: (laughs) I did. I just remembered a famous acapella group. Tell me. Boys to men. Rockapella from uh, Carmen San (laughs) Sort of. Did did
2: you happen to have a chance to Google some of the other names? Like if the whiff and are a thing, like just think about that for a second. Hey, guys, I, I just want you to know I'm quitting the team. Coach, I'm sorry. I got to go. I know you're counting on me for next season, but I've decided to perf- pursue my real passion, the thing that I've always wanted to do with my life, my number one goal.
1: <laughs> I want to be a Whip and Poof. <laughs> it could be worse. I think Whip and Poof might not be the worst in the country. It, I... would be, it would be hard to find one worse. Well, I'd say University of Pennsylvania. Yeah? The Penny Loafers. Oh.
2: You know they wear them, too, and they probably wear sweater vests. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. oh, sure, with the letter P, a big yeah. letter P. Uh, Michigan State, the Akafellas. Uh, oh,
2: that's so bad. That's a pun. That's so bad.
1: Uh, Duke is deja blue.
2: Uh, that's that's sort of not that bad, but Duke is so douchey that it's, it makes it yeah. even worse.
1: Johns Hopkins, the mental notes.
2: Oh, my, because they're smart.
1: Yeah. York University, We Be Jazzin'.
2: Oh, that's, that's really, really bad. I've, although I've never heard of York University.
1: Uh, I, I would guess it's in York, Pennsylvania. There you go. Uh, UNC, The Clef Hangers.
2: Oh, because a, a clef
1: is it's a, a music musical note. note. But the worst, Tell the me. absolute worst. Tell me. Cornell University, Another Ivy. Nothing But Treble. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so bad, like doesn't no one's embarrassed of this? I mean, apparently not, because they're they're singing acapella. Well, whoever that player is, Brandon something. I mean, you have to be pretty smart because you got into Yale. Your life is going to go pretty easily for you because you went to an Ivy League school. Unless you're like that one crazy um, military gen- or military scientist that, um, that that did the anthrax attacks. I he was he oh, an Ivy guy? Yeah. I mean, he, he was some kind of smarty. Um, but yeah, I, it's insane. Acapella. I didn't realize it was a thing. And Ed, your homework is to watch Pitch Perfect.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that.
2: There's this one – my girlfriend
1: gets mad. There's this one girl in, in that movie Little, yeah. little – is there – are there some attractive women on it? Yeah, there's, uh, there's a
2: couple. Like I'm not – Anna Kendrick is the star. She's not really my deal. Um-
1: I'm not I'm not a, a a buyer.
2: No, I'm not into her at all, but there's another one on the team that I could kind of Yeah, you should check it out. It's a good movie. Um okay, Ed. Great job with the sports stuff today. We got through all the big topics and I know a lot of people they're not sure what to think until they hear us say it. And I'm glad we're here to tell people what to think about things like Donald Sterling and Michael Sam and getting in hot air balloons. I mean, thoughts and prayers. Though I mean, I could not think. And I don't, I don't know why I keep. Start, I start laughing when I talk about this because it's horrible. It's a horrible. I, can't, I feel terrible for those people. They died a horrific death. But the the lesson is clear. I mean, don't let these people die in vain. Don't get in a hot air balloon. We should make them illegal. Right. Like why right, are they even r- legal?
1: Maybe we should put out a list of things that you should never risk death to do.
2: We talked about this. The the Bachelor contestant last week or the week before, right. some Bachelor contestant died in a
1: paragliding accident. Way I'm not going to die. Paragliding you, accident, I'm pretty sure. You can have so much fun in life without having to star in a Mountain Dew commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we'll leave it at that. Okay,
2: one more. One of our off-topic sports stories – Ed, and this yes. is this is something that I would like to have witnessed. This is also something that I, on a couple of different occasions, could have incited or induced myself. And I'll just read you the headline. Delta, fl- Delta flight lands at RDU, which is the Raleigh airport, after passengers get sick. Oh, that's kind of what you're thinking. Oh, man, there's a some kind of diarrhea. It's like a cruise ship outbreak Uh, it's actually kind of not that bad or kind of worse it's a lot funnier Uh, a delta airlines flight headed from las vegas to raleigh durham declared an emergency just before landing monday morning after several passengers became ill According to radio traffic, a person began began vomiting on the plane, followed (laughs) by five cases of sympathetic vomiting. (laughs) Flight 841 touched down just after 6 a.m. because the incident was over so quickly, emergency workers were returned to their regular duties. Well, thank God. Um, wasn't wasn't, Wasn't this in Stand By Me? Stand By Me and the Goonies. Yeah, Goonies also uh, a vomit-inducing. This is a this is an 80s movie meme. <laughs> I'll tell you a story. It's happened to me a couple times. One time on a flight from Vegas, both times, because I was tragically hungover. The motion, one time leaving Chicago, O'Hare after a weekend at Wrigley. Oof. I was seated and I was not well. And I had some food at the airport, and I'm like, just get me. I'll just get in that plane and I'll go to sleep and I was got on the plane and anybody that's flown out of any major hub but I happen to know O'Hare specifically it can be a long long taxi you get in a long line of planes and that's what happened to me and the plane was rolling and it was the motion of the plane and it was like turning onto the runway and before the plane had even left the ground I had to go for the bag and power vom, and I'm not, I'm not trying to brag, but I was sitting in first, and what I, I had to power vom into the bag amongst the first class glitterati. Everybody was sipping their champagne and throwing wow. throwing a party up there. It was like it was like we were not in steerage, and I power like I tried to be discreet about it, but there's not really any way in an enclosed area you can hide
1: your vom. And how how quiet can you be?
2: Yeah, I mean I, you could – you would have to know what I was doing. I was very discreet. I'm a classy man that vomits on planes. But I will – I do recall that I, in my days I was sitting next to my dad and I turned – my stepdad. I was tur- – I turned towards him. He was at the window and I was at the aisle. I turned towards him to like be discreet. And I, so I kind of had the bag between us. And I <laughs> look at him as I'm about to vom. And all he does is look at me and point his finger the other way, like, turn around and do that over there. <laughs> like or the, he would have
1: been a sympathy man. Right. <laughs> in,
2: like in the aisle. So, but no one else vomited. Like I vomited. And then I, as the waitress came by, I just I held up my hand and I'm like, hey, you know, I got one of these. And she's like, no problem, took it away. It was all good. It would have been much better had the entire plane started a domino vomit <laughs> effect.
1: Yeah i I cannot imagine being next to. I probably would have a sympathy vomit if I were next to somebody. I've never vomited. I've never seen or heard somebody vomit. What, what but do you,
2: you've never vomited?
1: No, on a plane? Oh, no, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I mean, on a on a plane. I I I always look at those vomit bags and I think like this can't really help that much. Did how, did how much did you fill the bag?
2: Um not, you know, you don't you don't I didn't have that much in my stomach. I'd had like a breakfast sandwich at the airport and some, you know, residual, <laughs> didn't agree. residual booze from the night before. Yeah, it was it was motion sickness, Ed. I had a oh. bit of motion sickness. <laughs> also happened to me one time and this was even more One time, um, coming home from Vegas to here in Orange County, and that's only in barely an hour flight, and I'd been at a bachelor party, and things were consumed at the bachelor Mm. party. It was a long weekend. Like, I don't really remember having any meals. It got ugly. Um, the room was just, we were in a suite. The room was destroyed. I mean, things got out of hand. It was sort of like a movie, but I get on the plane. Oh, and then right before we get on the plane, there's a Taco Bell in the airport. And and I remember one of the guys I was with is like, dude, yes, they have Taco Bell. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, okay. So I ate a Taco Bell burrito (laughs) and the plane took – and I had to puke the whole time. Like I was feeling it. I was feeling nause. And I just – I was like squirming in my seat and my buddy that was next to me like was pretending not to know me. He just looked straight ahead the entire time, would not even like (laughs) glance over. Like I thought I was going to die. I thought they were going to have to land the plane for me. And I'm like squirming. I couldn't get comfortable. I'm sweating. I feel like just as much a piece of shit as you can imagine feeling like. Like I said, things were consumed (laughs) during that. And I'm, like, tossing and turning, like, beating my head against the side. But I, I've almost made it. We're on approach, and we hit some turbulence. And, like, the plane – like, everyone's a little scared when you hit turbulence, so the plane's really quiet. And But we're coming in for a landing, and the plane's bouncing, like, boom, 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 like the wing's shaking, and there was some bad weather. And it was the the motion was too much for me. I had like had to dig in the seat back to find the bag. And on that one, I was not discreet. I was very loudly and aggressive, confusedly. Also, not in first. This was <laughs> I was in steerage for this one. <laughs> Loud. So you know, three across. I'm at the window. Guy I know next to me, pretending not to know me. Guy I don't know on the other side. Really pretending not to know me. And I'm just – and the plane is silent because everyone thinks they're going to die from turbulence. And I'm just loudly and profusely vomiting, like heaving, like spit, (laughs) shit coming out of my nose, like crying. And then you like don't have anything to wipe your face with and I just – Fill it up. There's the scent, <laughs> the odors there. Like I'm surprised there wasn't a. a yeah, the bomb. smell of it is awful. Yeah, there was definitely odor. And the plane landed and taxied to the gate. And I stood up and I just <laughs> wrapped up the bag and just c- calmly placed it on my seat and left the plane.
1: We, <laughs> what? Did, how long did you have it until you left the plane? Like how how long were you holding a full vomit bag?
2: Maybe like five minutes.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So it wasn't like two hours. No, 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 like no.
2: Because the... no. pla- like I said, we're on a pro- – like I was puking as we landed. Like wheels down, puke up
1: Whoa. basically.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah, I get this. I really wish I would have been on this flight. This is like one of those um, urban legends. Like there's an urban legend about the guy that jumped on the drink cart and took a shit one time. <laughs> like you hear a lot of people saying they were on that flight it's been you know it's a it, like i said it's an urban legend uh this this i would have loved to be part of this kind of uncomfortability and awkwardness is my thing i would really have enjoyed being
1: on this flight i had one near puke i was yeah. coming home from a uh it was like a two-week trip in copenhagen um mm-hmm. Oh, bis- so
2: this is when a this is when a Dane <laughs> climbed in bed with you. This
1: this might have been that same two week stretch. Yeah, but the last night was just a full on blowout, and yeah. then having to get probably like an eight a.m. seven a.m. flight from Copenhagen all the way to New York. Yeah, and Copenhagen. it was Copenhagen. It was a long, like probably eight and a half hour flight, and I was I was not in good shape. I was definitely still uh, feeling it when i boarded the plane like it was drinking till four or five and then 7 a.m flight um and i slept for a while and then i woke up with this awful (laughs) feeling and i wasn't sure if i was gonna vomit or i just needed water and i like woke up and just grabbed the guy's uh water right on the train next to me like without asking or anything quickly guzzled it down and then I sort of apologized. He and I, He he was no. He looked frightened because I I may have like grunted. I, I was in a, I was in bad shape. Yeah. And then uh, so this was Saturday or this was Sunday, and then the Monday morning I get introduced to my new manager, and it was Hans Olofsson from Denmark. It was it was that guy.
2: No, it was the same guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, bad
1: weekend for you and Danishmen, Danes. <laughs> heavy on the Great Danes that week. Yeah, I went, I went heavy on the Danes. Unfortunately, I don't think they were too fond of me.
2: Uh, yeah, apparently
1: not. Uh, and I, I,
2: I, ha- I empathize with them, uh, as I do with anybody that was on this flight. Although I wish I would have been one of the people for sure, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> have had a sympathy vomit. Like you know, the first one smelled really fucking bad; that it started making other people puke. Or it could have been like a bunch of frat bros and they all were on the verge the whole time. You never know. They just,
1: yeah, but they were frat bros from Duke University. Yeah. Well, it was Raleigh Durham. Right. Or maybe they
2: could, (laughs) yeah, it could have been the Wolfpack too.
1: (laughs) Or maybe it was uh, the Cornell that was playing an away game and the nothing but treble gang (laughs) just started singing and then the vomit happened.
2: They know how to party. Uh, All right, Ed, great job. Everybody, spe- I, I don't think I previewed this because we haven't been doing it recently, but special event this week. As you know, our regular correspondent and her pop culture segment, Fancy Pop, has been absent. a couple weeks now because she's on assignment doing something else but we are lucky enough to be joined by her unexpectedly today to talk all things pop culture everyone's favorite pop culture correspondent joining us now is fancy sauce how you doing fancy sauce surprise
3: i'm doing very well
2: yay We're, we're so happy to have you we've missed you I don't know if you know this. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've had a chance to check in, but since you've been gone, we did a special two part draft stravaganza episode. Did you have a chance to listen?
3: I have I have listened. Um I haven't listened to it all, but I've I've had a bit of a listen and it was very funny.
2: It's pretty long. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the definition I haven't of listened epic.
3: To it all, but, yeah, it, yeah. I I liked it. I got some I had some I had some good laughs
2: it's It's like the Odyssey you have to listen to the whole thing'cause um my my man Ed gets a little punchy towards the end, oh really love
3: it he's
2: he he's recording in a bathroom, and at one point I had to, have to stop to ask him if he's drunk <laughs> no i was and it's like
1: it's like hot well b- didn't, because didn't yeah.
3: you got, didn't you guys get drunk though
1: yes, but i was in I was in a bathroom, and the thermostat is being controlled in the, elsewhere in my apartment. And my in-laws in laws were here, and it was it was a mess. So I was just hiding in the corner, and it got to be probably about 90 degrees in there. It was punchy. <laughs> Bad times. Yeah, you sounded a li- little bit punchy.
2: Yeah, it was a good show, and we're sorry that you couldn't be a part of it, Kate. I'm as sorry, always. too, yeah. but
3: it sounds like you guys had it covered. So, we well had done. it covered.
2: We definitely would have. Like to have your input or at least do you know a little segment with you. Just get the whole group in there and just make it out of control, and hopefully you can join us next time. So hopefully,
1: yeah. as,
2: as you know, and this has been made very obvious by everything about us,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Ed and myself, we're hashtag hetero. We're not involved. We're not in the know when it comes to pop culture, anything like that, any kind of celebrity news, gossip, all this stuff. It escapes us because we're -hmm. we're just not in our realm. So that's why we have you on the show. Tell us, Kate, what do we need to know? What's happening in Fancy Pop? Give us the pop culture gossip.
3: Okay. So first thing I want to talk about today is Dolly Parton, who I'm (laughs) a huge fan of. Me too. Dolly Parton, have you ever seen her without long sleeve clothing on?
2: I know what you're getting at here. Uh, no, apparently I apparently not. No.
3: I mean, think about it. Have you ever seen Dolly Parton's bare arms?
2: No, you she haven't. wears a lot of like long sleeve western shirts and even even when she's wearing a dress, she'll always wear a dress, but right. it will be like a long sleeved sort of western wear yeah, style like, dress. I, I can't like say that I've ever seen her arms.
3: Western slash ice skating.
2: Like There's Al Elvira.
3: Sequins. <laughs>
2: Yes, yeah, but much like Elvira, long sleeves. Yeah, she's got a style. It's very much her own style, and and I never have thought about this till recently. But well, no, me, I, she does not wear you, short sleeves.
3: Let me tell you why she's covering herself up because apparently she has a lot of tattoos. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I was shocked. I, yeah, she doesn't seem the, the story.
2: Type. Yeah, apparently right. her her breasts and arms are tatted up like yeah. all the way. She's covered in tattoos. I love, I want this, like this is one of those urban legends, but yeah. it sounds like it's actually true. And it might be the only urban legend <laughs> that's actually true. I'm really excited about it.
3: Well, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this link on Jezebel and there's definitely a picture of, um, a little love heart or something in her cleavage that someone's captured. Yes. Looks- there's also a clip of her on Leno, like w- a long time ago. When she was fifty, I don't know how old she is now. So it was going back a while. Where he, she's kind of got cut out um, shoulders on a dress, and he sees a bit of her tattoo, and he kind of looks down there. And she um, says, "Yeah, I've got an angel," but apparently, she's got tattoos all over her boobs as well, and her, as as well as her arms. But they're That's not cra- They don't have black lines. They're all like um, no black, no black outlines, right? They're all pastel colored. Yeah, angels well, and love hearts and bows. It looks like a She's dung.
1: It, it, that one picture, it, looks, the, one, the one picture that they're showing, looks like a dung poking out of her
2: boobs. yeah, right. the one in between her boobs. Well, I don't know. We'll get Ed's take on this, but I'll give you mine. First of all, there's Dolly Parton is like mm. one of the coolest people. She's like one of the most prolific songwriters, recorders that there is. She's like a singular person, super like uber successful. Mm -hmm. I like, I love everything about her. I think she's a great singer songwriter. She's really cool. She's just a cool, person i love that she has tons of tattoos i also love that her and her husband have she's alluded to this several times and really makes no secret about it that her and her husband sort of have an open relationship they go out they just sex people left and right she's super naughty she has tons of tattoos she's a crazy
1: individual and i'm They've I'm been stoked for her for
3: like probably 50 years
1: ed Interesting. I, I dig her having tattoos but <laughs> because it gives her a little extra danger something about her but my problem with her in recent years it's not this this makes it a little bit cool but she's starting to look like that puppet from Hollywood squares madam she- she, you're talking about Waylon yeah. Flowers and Madam. Fle-
3: yeah, yeah, yeah she, she's she, she she is that puppet. It, she, I thought that she, puppet was her.
2: She doesn't. She does not look as much like Madam as either Jenna
1: Jameson or Madonna do at this point. <laughs> but I could see what you're. Jenna I,
3: Jameson really real, starting to
1: look like. It's girl. a bummer. Like she, the this the one who, the woman who came up with like a song as great as Jolene is, yes, is great song. is is now looking like like uh, the Center Square. She well the thing. Dolly Parton is, like, well into her
2: 70s at this point. She Uh,
3: is a badass.
2: Yeah, she's, you know, she's held it together as long as you possibly could.
3: What's our take on the covering up? Is this something that she's been counseled to do since, you know— Early on in her career,
2: I don't feel like Dolly Parton takes anybody's counsel. She does whatever the fuck
3: she wants. She didn't want to be known as the country, like the grandma country singer with tattoos. She's
1: full of sass. There's no way somebody's telling her what to do. But at the same time, she's
3: got all these beautiful tattoos that she probably loves. Like, she doesn't want to show them off. Why not show them off? She thought it was taboo.
1: I have a feeling they're not beautiful tattoos. I have a feeling that – I read on this same link, it said something like it's covering up augmentation scars is what what one of the rumors is. Right. Which means Um, it could be some really weird-looking tattoos like curvy flower petals and stuff.
2: Yeah, and other than the arms, like you don't really see or you can't can think of a scenario like she doesn't have tattoos on her cleavage so there's not really a well, chance that you'd ever see any side boob or under no. boob on Do- She's got dolly one. parton
3: there's definitely one a big one on her arm that you can see through this white shirt which is an angel that's the one she was um telling jay leno about and yeah. that one you know that one looks like it's fairly big and it's not there to cover up a scar i'm just wondering why she's never peacocked it
1: and at the yeah, same that, time she's if she's in her if she is in her 70s i mean how often do you see people in their 70s their 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 arms yeah or boobs yeah that's that's what i'm saying yeah. she's yeah, like she's
3: probably had them for a while like she could yeah. have shown us to these when um she could have shown us these when she was a little younger but as
2: a younger it's woman.
3: obviously a decision that she made a long time ago to it, keep it, them covered up
2: it is an interesting story and I would like to add that, you know, any kind of random sex that she's into, that's that's only cool for Dolly. I would never be into that kind of thing myself. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm very big, very disclaimer. much I'm very much <laughs> only into the person I'm with. Okay. I'm a I'm a one woman man. I want that. I just want to put that out there to the audience. Yeah. GT David. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Yeah, I love that story. I love Dolly Parton, and this only makes me love Dolly Parton more. Kate, what else is going on? Next story. Um,
3: Okay, next story. Here's something you never thought you'd hear. Chris Brown has been sentenced to another 131 days in prison after a probation
2: violation
3: because he punched somebody outside a club in D.C.,
2: this guy never this
3: learns.
2: Sh- should ever. be 131 years. This guy right. is a sociopath. He's go. He mark my words, and I'm not even going out on a limb. He will commit
1: a murder at some point. There, I, I feel think. Like he's I don't think there's any question without. of that. Yeah. I I know um, he's Edward. really. I know he's really like popular or famous, popular. But the ratio of arrests to songs I could recognize is probably like 25 to zero now. Like I don't. I can't and, think of one thing this guy has put out. And this, this brings me
2: back to a thing that I always noticed with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was a guy that was a pedophile. He was a, a a. I mean at the very least he was very, very weird. But I think later in his life it came to be known and it came to be understood by everyone that he was a pedophile. And a lot of people were just okay with that because why? He's good at dancing.
3: Good at, Chris Brown I, is also
2: Chris Brown very
3: uh, – very mm-hmm. very good at dancing like honestly michael level jack michael level right michael he's jackson sort of level he's, dancing. He's, but he's there's like, no he's like a
2: michael jackson imitator but he he's also very good at dancing so people are like whoa just hold on yeah he beats women and he's an asshole and yes, he's a homophobe our is but he can dance up.
3: yeah we people get People get a pass if they're really good at something, like really you know, and
2: dancing. Apparently, is like Woody
3: the Allen f- is best is, thing is to be a good, good at. Direct, Woody Allen's a good director, but you
1: know? but hang on, Ed, he hasn't ahead. he hasn't had the same kind of career as Michael Jackson, though. Like, well,
3: of course what not. what has he put nobody out? Has those, nobody really has those kinds of careers anymore. But he he yes. l- he really is quite prolific. Like, I'm pretty sure he's had like you know some top I mean, 10 as songs, a, d- like a bunch of them but he's prolific as a dancer song.
1: like are we just enamored no, with I, dancers now is this footloose no, no, yes no. that's my point yes
3: no he you know he sings but he dances in all his own videos like he's he's really good for sure
2: mm-hmm. yeah he's, he's good also, at dancing he's also good at beating nearly beating women to death and there's just a picture really of, like there's a, a picture of the anybody. guy
3: that he punched um after he got punched and he you know he got in a pretty good
2: shot And I don't feel like – like somebody needs to beat this guy's ass. I don't feel like –
3: he's like a dancer.
2: Like I don't feel like he could be the toughest guy. I don't know how big he is, but I feel like somebody should just kick the shit out of this guy because he can't be that tough. He's just a bully.
3: Well, he's going back to – he's going um, back to prison, so hopefully he'll get his ass kicked in there.
1: Yeah, he – Yes. Go As, ahead. Aside from Dennis Rodman's time with the Bulls, like, have you ever known somebody who dyes their hair who's who's been a a good dude or successful? I mean, has he? Good uh, like, that's a think about like question. what Demolition Man,
2: <laughs> like. Like punk rockers, we have to like well, omit maybe, punk rockers.
3: I'm, I'm pretty sure Brad Pitt's a pacifist because he's a big stoner, and at one point he had bleached hair. He go
2: he goes real blonde from time to time. Maybe that's it true. Was but
3: during his Gwyneth Paltrow phase, like he, he had definitely yeah, I, had
1: bleached hair at some point.
2: He had very long bleach. He almost had an ombre. <laughs> I
1: don't know, Bleached bleach hair on a guy is 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 very odd. Yeah, if it's a oh, if agreed. it's a if it's a punk thing, that's a little different. Yeah. I'm talking about like just a dude showing up. Like if you, no. if you see a dude and with dyed hair. Like if one of my buddies just showed up with like bleached hair like that. I just, yeah. I just start yeah. running like That'd Forrest quest- Gump.
3: Que- that's questionable
1: for sure.
2: Yeah, concur. I, ha- I anyway, have to agree. It's, it's friend, definitely yeah. He's,
3: he's been ordered to have therapy sessions twice a week and submit to random drug testing three times a week. So uh, that, um,
2: that'll totally fix him.
3: He'll, yeah, he'll be, he'll be back in the news.
2: Yeah, he'll, he'll be soon. fine. He's, there, we got nothing to worry about with that okay. guy.
3: Next, moving on. This is, this is kind of creeped me out um will and jada smith's uh 13 year old daughter willow of i whip my hair back and forth this is this is super
2: creepy this is like the creepiest thing
3: um
2: i I don't know that song no
3: oh okay your 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 kids probably do
2: yeah i do recall a a few years ago my my daughter singing along to it
3: Somebody took a picture of her and posted it on Instagram where she's laying, she's got her clothes on, but she's laying on a bed with a guy. It's a very intimate scene with a guy who's kind of propped up behind her, who's much older. He's 20 and she's 13 and he has a shirt off and they're on a bed. How old is she? And she's 13 years old. And so apparently somebody, some friend of hers who was in the room took the picture and posted it on Instagram and it just it, – it's just a little creepy. She's 13. He's 20. He's got his shirt off. They're on a bed.
2: What's what? Well, yeah, it, it's a creepy looking picture. I think it's sort of more of a publicity type thing where they're like, hey, this is provocative. Let's put it out there. It's a 13-year-old and a 20-year-old in bed together. But the th- here's the thing. What what do a twenty year old and you know like I don't feel like there you know there's any like sexual anything happening I don't get that vibe at all but at the same rate like I when I was twenty I had nothing to talk to any thirteen year old about
3: yeah it's weird <laughs> although you know she's probably a lot more mature than a thirteen year old
1: a she which a would girl. just make her more annoying there's nothing yeah. worse than the yes. precocious kid. <laughs> agreed
2: um, Ex- and if she's anything like her brother jaden smith she is one of the worst human beings alive the most annoying people <laughs> yeah, take a look at jaden smith's twitter sometime he's like 16 and he thinks he's got the whole fucking world figured out that guy is the worst also he hangs out with the beebs
1: i i'd any, question any J,
3: the parenting one of the card one of the little kardashian girls or well, that not, true she's not little anymore kylie yeah
2: Oh my God! Yeah, he sucks. The whole family sucks. Jada Pinkett sucks. Will Smith sucks. Every movie he's ever been is, in has sucked. Yeah. Um I I could do without any of them
1: hearing from any of them
2: ever again.
1: And they no need their what. kids to be famous, right? Because and no parent would allow this unless yes. they just desperately wanted their kids to be in the limelight too. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, which is so fucking weird to me. Like, you have all the money in the world, I don't you can, think and you parents, can encourage your kids.
3: Had nothing to do with this. This is a friend of sure She's thirteen. They, of course, they have they, everything to
2: do they're with it. There's Svengali's. They they have every everything is orchestrated. That I feel part like, of their, that their I kids do. I like feel
3: Her her friend Willow's friend posted this on our Instagram, and then, I, or maybe the guy did. One of them did, but it wasn't Willow who posted it. It was either the kid in the picture. Or the person that took the picture posted it also, on their Instagram, yeah. and then, uh, and then a little while later took it down because, you know, of all the comments. But I mean, if Willow's not careful, she's going to be locked up at Gold Base. We're not going right. to see her again. Until yeah, there's Scientology. <laughs> hey, let,
2: let's keep the Scientology talk to a minimum. I don't want them to come into the <laughs> Datch. Yeah, okay, I don't whisper. want them finding. We
3: should whisper. We should not code. Th- we should have special Scientology code. I
2: don't want I don't want them find in bachelor life bachelor baller lifestyle world headquarters, all <laughs> yeah. right? Because
1: I'm a little freaked out by that. We here at the Baller Lifestyle support your feet and levels.
2: <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> we totally follow all of Xenu's teachings. Also, I might be the only, like I might I'm not a smart person, but I and in the course of this conversation, it only just now dawned on me that it's Will and Willow and Jada and Jaden.
3: Oh, babe, you're really slow on the uptake when it comes to yeah. names, rhyming names, names of the same, same with the, that start with the same letters. These like you need idiots. to really catch up.
1: Well, these these idiots, idiots. are the reason why this name Jaden is is so in uh. vogue. The worst name, Jaden. this is the reason this this yeah. this family this this is like the uh, the Manson yeah. family.
3: yeah they make right. cheesy naming cool and that's actually something that I wanted to talk about. Um, I'd like to start a section about bad celebrity child names.
2: oh do hmm. do you have are you prepared to offer one right now?
3: Um, as a matter of fact, I am.
2: okay, let's hear it. Mariah, I'm into this.
3: Mariah Carrie and Nick Cannon, as you know or may not know, have twins. I didn't I didn't know that. A boy and a girl. Their names are Moroccan. Not Morocco, Moroccan. Yes. And the girl is named Monroe, as in Marilyn
2: Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Things Bogan's like.
1: <laughs> or or, or, or so was was Bogan she named name after I the uh or was she named after the Jim J. Bullock character in Too Close for Comfort? Monroe. <laughs> they have to say it like, like Monroe. Cosmic Cow.
2: Right. And, um,
3: and then more recently, Kristen Cavallari of uh, Laguna Beach and The Hills, those MTV shows, and her husband, Jay Cutler.
1: She's quarterback is an idiot, for says so he. Bears. The Bears. Yeah. Really yeah. Surly under- guy throws lots of interceptions. Blames them on his sec- They
3: just had their second baby boy a few days ago, and they named him Jackson with an X.
1: <sighs> oh.
2: <sighs> <sighs> wow. Because, like, Jackson Jack is a name. That's a name. Jackson right. is a name. That's, but, yeah, that's a name. That,
3: that's a name. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I am not a- fine with Andrew the place Jackson. In the C and the K with an X, though.
1: The X, the X is
2: not a name. Jackson with an X is super bad. I, I want to get back to Moroccan. That's an adjective. That's You're not supposed to name babe, your kids a descriptive babe, word.
3: Mariah and <laughs> Nick don't know what an
2: adjective is. That's probably <laughs> true. That's probably true.
3: Okay, I'm on a bit of a time crunch here, so we have to move on.
2: Okay. Well, oh, uh, look at you.
3: Our favorite um, celebrity narcissists, Kim and Kanye, are getting married in Paris, France next of week course. on the 24th um, and their wedding invitation has been revealed and the location just says Paris, France. It's so top secret that guests are only being filled in when they arrive at their hotel in Paris, France.
2: Um, and
3: so, th- I mean, yeah. I, it, it's been wildly, wildly speculated that it's going to be at Versailles, which makes sense because it's the only place in the world that has enough gold detailing. You're talking about the
2: palace of Versailles.
3: Yes, I am.
2: Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay.
3: Um, so that's happening next week. So there'll be, um, there'll be a lot of pictures the the internet will be flooded with their wedding pictures.
2: Come, Um, come,
3: come the day after the 24th of May.
2: It's funny to me that they act like it's a big secret when it's probably like going to be on TV and it's going to be so publicized. It's, it's a secret in the sense that it's, they only want the paparazzi that they're selling it to to know right. about it
3: yeah, yeah, they only want their cameras there for the show um and then you know selected paparazzi
2: I noticed that the um they had bad copywriting in their um
3: Who did in they their, in their invitation
2: in their invitation it said it said in the e- please join us in the eve uh, on the eve of our wedding for dinner on may twenty third at 6 o'clock in the evening. Oh, yeah. oh. There, was, two, there was a redundancy.
3: How did no one yeah. pick that up?
2: Yeah, there was two two eaves, which even a oh. junior copy editor should have been able to catch. <laughs> Multiple eaves. Bad deal. Uh, it just yeah, seems so true.
1: exhausting being them. Like, every yeah. moment a- has exhausting. to be this big yeah. press release. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. What, what's, what's in it for Kanye at this point? It's just narcissism because he well, has a yeah. career. Yeah, Kim, it's, just, it's just Kim narcissism.
3: is narcissism. It's, it's, he feels like he has won the prize, won the trophy. And he's yeah, just it, going along. It's, the, this whole thing is one big kind of like trophy parade for him. Yeah.
2: He did, he did that song where he like called out all her yeah, ex boyfriends. Yeah. Like, I'm getting that ass. And it's like, well, who cares? Like, <laughs> you, you won. You yeah. don't need to like tell people that you won. If you think you won, you should just be happy that you won. Also, it's is it a contest?
3: Yeah, and a, apparently and, it is.
1: And also, I, I, can you imagine being at a, a, a wedding where all of the siblings have the letter K as a first name? No, no. I, no. I would just keep asking them. Seriously, your name is.
0: Was-
3: I, I found it weird that her full name, Kimberly, wasn't on the invitation. It was Kim Kardashian, and usually a wedding invitation is more formal sure. and it y- uses your full real name
2: yeah
1: that's like a my, very very my good my wedding point.
3: invitation if i ever get married will say Catherine, no. not kate right cause that's my name right but you know.
1: maybe maybe her full name is my dad helped oj get away with murder kardashian oh that's right. a
3: lot to fit on you're right
1: that would All be right. – I – if like everyone had that
2: K – a K name like that, I'd get a little drunk and I'd be calling people by the wrong names for sure. I couldn't keep the Chloe's and the – what's the other one called? Courtney. Courtney Kylie. with a K. Kendall. Kylie. Kendall,
3: Kimberly, yeah.
2: Yeah, I would be super confused. And is the, the mom's a Chris, that's yeah. a K, Chris? Like that's where
3: like, it, it usually emanates from the mother. The mother is like, I'm going to give my children names with the first letter that matches the first letter of my name.
2: Yeah, that's lame when people do that.
3: Okay, so let's let's move on because I I need to talk about Tori and Dean for a little while. But uh, my seg- my segue Dean. into Tori and Dean today is that, and I'm really excited about this. Jason Priestley has a memoir that's just come out, which time I, he, which I might need to read.
2: Kate, he's signing his memoir here in Laguna oh, Beach. Shut it. At where <laughs> Baller Lifestyle World headquarters when? is, like this, shut it. like on Thursday.
3: I is everything good
2: on thursday I he's going to be at the I bookstore i would
3: have shown i would have made you take me to that and i would have shown yeah
2: up. he's going to be at the <laughs> we would have to buy his book
3: yeah i would have had a photo but, with him damn it yeah it,
2: it would be <laughs> worth the 30 bucks
3: yes oh, kidding it'd be worth 130 bucks
2: yeah exactly okay. um yeah so what what's in, he up to in
3: his memoir he talks about how Tory spelling sold his wedding invitation to her at a garage sale she had for five dollars and she autographed
1: it did she is she is she broke on this show is that the whole thing that she because she does work i think this might have
3: happened a while ago i don't know when the said garage sale was but um, i don't think she works she um yeah she's on all these reality
2: shows
1: they 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 must pay or something right
3: Yeah, I mean, that's why she's doing this True Tory um, expose show, which, by the way, is a lot, it's way more real than I thought it was going to be. Like, I got, I no, I got longer, them all I no longer think that this was just for the cameras. And the moment that this kind of like, you know, the the moment for me was when I'm watching episode two and... Torian Diener in the um, therapist's office in a therapist session and he's talking about how he had a nervous breakdown prior to the film, the show starting and being filmed after um, after the cheating scandal came out, they were in therapy, he had an actual nervous breakdown in his therapist's office and had to be taken to UCLA Medical Center where he was placed on a 5150 and he was suicidal. And um, it was actually They have a therapy really...
1: session on TV?
3: Yeah, they, they, they film some of their <laughs> <therapy> sessions. What?
1: <laughs> I um, My sister yeah, was telling Dr. me Dr.
3: Wexler is camera ready. She's she's into it.
2: My she, sister watches it and she was telling because she, she's always like, have you watched it? Have you watched it? And I might not have to start watching it because a couple people in my life watch it. And she's like
3: I oh, know, I told she, you you needed to watch this. Like, I can't believe you haven't.
2: Yeah, she was telling me that Dean was, like, cooking, and he, like, made a sauce and, like, well, had her taste it. This and is she's what like, I want
3: to talk about.
2: Yeah, she's, she's, she's like, it's okay. Baby. And he, he like, freaked out that he's like, I can't believe so you, like, wouldn't like, love my sauce. She
3: goes, it's a, little wa- it's a little watery, and he had a full <laughs> meltdown. Okay, he's a huge, gross baby. That's the yes, problem. He's and an what, adult baby. What, <laughs> let's not get into, that's a whole other topic that I'd so. be happy to talk about. Um, he he's one of these people that does something that has consequences and he's like okay I want to fix it what do I need to do and you know you need to do this and he like can't deal with the fact that his wife is angry and hurt so if if she acts angry or hurt at any point like she's let him move back into the house and they're working on their marriage but if she acts angry or hurt at any point he can't cope with it and he just turns into a big baby, and he's like, "Why am I even here?" Um, at one point, he said in therapy, <laughs> "This is what he said about himself: I feel like a fat ass, small dick, zits on my back, piece of Whoa. shit."
2: Whoa! So he's,
1: he's
3: having some self esteem issues. He's a real. I cat. mean,
2: I don't have any. I don't have any zits on my back, okay. but I, I identify Dean. <laughs> Nux. <laughs> but-
3: basically this, this is what dean does he he complains in therapy about after he and tori started having kids and they have four children under the age of seven so she's been pregnant basically for six yeah. years she's been pregnant yeah. he complains that their sex life wasn't great so he's basically he's basically kind of explaining away his infidelity on the fact that his sex life it wasn't great after they started having multiple children
1: well, yeah. Good happens. thing he decided to have kids number three and four when right. he felt his sex life was fading. But I'm yeah. sure he'll get healthy by getting therapy on TV.
3: Yeah, it's a good idea. Apparently, after <laughs> the last child, who's like 18 months now, there was she had complications. So you know, so then their sex life suffered some more. And he talks about all of this, and poor, I feel sorry for her. She has to sit there and feel you know, rejected and like, she's not good enough because she's had things happen to her that were out of her control that yeah. made their sex life, you know, less than stellar, which is how I feel. It.
2: I feel sorry for her, except that she chose this guy as a mate. Also, yeah, that's true. Also, who saves a wedding invitation? <laughs> to, like, yeah. Here's like, um, I, get invi- sorry, I get invited. If
3: I got an invitation to Jason Priestley's wedding, I'd, it would be framed.
1: Uh, you know he's gonna have another wedding a couple years it was, later. It was
3: actually his first wedding. It
1: was, how did <laughs> how did he how did he find out? Was because he rummaging through her garage that's, thing? I,
3: that's a good question. Maybe the person that bought it like um, photographed it and put it online and he somehow I, saw. I, it yeah, someone saw I think it,
2: you know. I think it was in the tabloids or something. Probably. But here's here's how it goes: you get a wedding invitation, you're like, oh shit, throw this on the fridge, and then you're like driving to the wedding, and you're like what what church is this again where's that ah shit the invitation's still on the fridge always and then and then like six months later you're like why is this fucking invitation still (laughs) on my fridge and you grab it and you throw it in the recycler and that's the last you ever see who goes oh i need to hold on to this like i might have to sell this for five dollars at a garage sale at some point
3: yeah true She might be a pack. She might be a pack rat. She might be one of those people that saved everything,
2: like Lindsay Lohan. That'd be Uh, surprising
1: because she seems like she has it all together. Yeah, she totally
3: does.
2: You know what's not together? Her cleavage. Oh yeah,
3: she's got a weird gap cleavage, doesn't she? Big gap. Yeah,
2: refund gap. She's too. uh, She she went too big on a small frame, and that's what happens. She she needs a redo on those
3: super anorexic right now with all the stress of what's going on. She's like as skinny as I've seen her in a while. So basically Dean's back and Dean's back at home. They're working on their marriage. Things are not going well. He's sleeping in a separate room still, which he complains about. He says to her, you know, all I'm saying is I'd like my bed back from the children because apparently when he was away for (laughs) three months, she had the two older kids sleeping with her and now he's resentful. Um, you know, he says things to her like it doesn't make you a good mom to give the kids everything they want. He's criticizing uh, her. Uh, he's and, right
2: about that. He's right about that. Don't share your bed with your children. He's criticizing yeah, what? her.
3: What? Your children
1: need your children need their own bed. Don't That's bring your fine. kids into your bed.
3: I get it. She's had a hard time though, so we're we're cutting her some slack, okay?
1: Are these um, boys or girls the kids that are sharing uh, a bed?
3: She's got two of each. I, I don't know. I think it's a boy and a girl, the older ones. Anyway, look, no. the, the episode ends with Dr. Wexler, their therapist, coming to the house for a home therapy session where <laughs> they have to read their apology letters that um, the therapist had to have them write apology letters to each other. And Dean reads his and Tori says that she didn't think it sounded very remorseful. And of course. Because <laughs> he's
2: all about himself.
3: She starts telling him what she was doing. The night that he was fucking around, and she's like, I was with the kids at, you know, oh. with Santa Claus or something, and we were sending you pictures. No, and no. The guilt's too much for him, and he starts. That's a lot ha- of guilt. And he starts having, like, looking like he's gonna have a nervous breakdown again. And the episode ends with Tori yelling, We have to stop. He,
2: he, was, he was sexing Miss Goodhand while she was tending to the children at Christmas time. <laughs> Wait, do we know who he, he's cheated on, who's cheating on her with? Yeah, Emily Goodhand. Although there's some question because
1: she's <laughs> she's impossible to find. There's How there's great there. would it be if if the other woman was Gabrielle Carteris?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's, well, she's old she's enough to be, be like Dean McDermott's now. mother. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, that's, that's all I
3: have today.
2: Speaking of therapy, I don't want to brag, but oh, yes. um, my therapist has a guest spot on this week's Mad Men. I haven't watched it yet, that's but right. really. Yeah, if you watch Mad Men, you're, you will at some point, I don't know how big his role is, but at some point, you will see a guy that knows my intimist, most intimate, that, deepest Mariah? secrets.
1: Wow. Do you think he tells She's, Draper?
2: He, I wouldn't mind if he did. <laughs> like He could tell Draper some stuff about me. I'd be cool with it.
3: Funny.
2: Uh, uh, all right, Kate. Excellent job as always. Thank the you. Audience is going to be so excited for the return of Fancy oh, Sauce. I love my fans. Your fans Shout are always fans. so happy to hear from you. They love having the female perspective on the show, which reminds me we have we owe them another Fancy Sex, are you? I know you're on location.
3: Yeah. But I'll, are, I'll we, try and get we, another one of those up in the next couple of days.
2: Okay, we'll work, we'll work on that. We'll get fancy we sex some, out to the group. Quest-
3: we have some questions to
2: answer. Yep, there's a there's a new mailbox mailbag, really Brian, mailbag on the site right now, so a lot of stuff going on. Um Kate, as always, excellent job. Not sure when the next time we'll have you on will be, but we we do look forward to it. Can't wait to have you on the show again. Thank you.
3: Thanks for having me.
2: Yeah, Take Ed. Yep. excellent, excellent job by you as always. Thank you. You too forever. Both of you. Yeah, Stellar. all of us. Great jobs. No wonder we're so popular. Um, let that. That's gonna wrap it up.
3: And Brian, your, part, it, your homework is you need
2: to watch Dean and Tori. You need to I'm catch gonna,
3: up for next time.
2: I'm gonna catch up. Assuming we're going to have you on the show next yeah. week, and I thanks will catch thanks up. to
1: your promoting of it, now my wife is watching the Tory <laughs> Spelling Show.
2: Yay!
1: Yes, I didn't I say love I'm love watching that. it. I love that. I
2: love 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 that. Uh, okay, for Ed Daly for Fancy Sauce, I'm Brian Beckner. This is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the BallerLifestyle.com. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: Hello, Discover here to explain our cashback match. Here's how it works we give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com match. Limitations apply dot com.